Hello everybody, welcome back to the Nick Asylum Podcast. So in today's episode, it's a little bit weird because I actually recorded this the other night. I was um, on FaceTime with my girlfriend's friend Jim. He didn't know I put him on the podcast. Poor bastard. Did it without his consent. Oops, I did it again. It's okay, he'll be alright. It's not like we were talking about his personal life or nothing like that. We were just talking about uh, just vehicle shit first, and then we got into this topic of um, ghosts and abandoned places and why people should not go into an abandoned place, especially doing the trespassing. You can go to an abandoned place if you paid for the tours or you paid overnight. A lot of people do not know that. Like, There's plenty of places like the uh, Ohio State Reformatory in Ohio, if you live there, you can go there. If you live in Pennsylvania or near it, guess what? You can go to Penhurst Asylum and either spend the night there or do day tours. Uh, the one I went to, Trans-Allegheny, a.k.a. Thomas Kirkbride's Asylum. If you can't find Trans-Allegheny Asylum on fucking Google, just type in Kirkbride Asylum. Kirk, like K-I-R-K-B-R-I-D-E, Asylum, West Virginia. Weston, West Virginia. I went there and I spent the night. It was fun as hell. The ride to there fucking sucked though. Like the mountains, it was like new, new, new. See, I live in a valley, so it's all flat, right? And even when I go to like North Carolina, because that's y'all know where I'm from, I jump on 81 and I don't have to go through any mountains at all, at all, barely. I mean, the only time I really had to go over a mountain is if I'm in Elkton and I'm trying to go to North Carolina and I have to go through Rutgersville and Gordonsville, I do go over a mountain. Or if I'm in Newmarket, I have to go over a mountain. Or fuck, if I'm in fucking Highland County, you have to go to a mountain. But if you're in this part of Virginia, most of it's flat. I mean, we do have like little hills and stuff you have to drive, but it's not like mountains or shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Most of it's just fucking flat. But, um, yeah. So, he was actually talking to me about his girlfriend and her kid he was saying that he put the kid to bed and he walked into the other room. She claimed that, okay, when they started dating, she said her house was haunted. He didn't really believe it. She was in bed. The kid was in bed. He went into the kitchen and he felt like something was watching him. And he said he saw it on the corner of his eye when he turned off something and left and then came back in there and the light was on or something. And he turned it off and saw something on the corner of his eye. So he turned the light back on and it was gone. He said he went back into the room. He said he was going to watch TV for like five more minutes and then he was going to leave. There's more to the story. I've kind of forgotten about it because uh, I wasn't recording at the time. Because me and him were just talking, I didn't think about recording it for the podcast because I didn't know we were going to get on that topic about ghosts. So I told him about, he told me more about the situation, about how he was going to watch TV for a couple more minutes. And he said something made like a switch noise, like a light was turning on, somebody was turning on a switch. He was like, what the fuck? So he went in there, looked around and nobody was there. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to see... If it's just me or her, me and my old lady, see if we're the ones that are fucking tripping balls. So he goes and he opens his bedroom door, right? The bedroom that he's laying in with his uh, girlfriend, right? He, he opens the kid's door too. 
And the fucker said he came back and sat down. And he said he turned the TV up just enough where he can hear it. But at the same time, not loud enough to wake up the kid, you know, because kid's in the other room. He said that the kid came running in there like five minutes later talking about, Mommy, he said he wants to play. And he said that was his cue to get the fuck out of there. I don't blame him, dog. I don't blame you at all. I got the fuck out of there, too, if I were you. I don't blame him not one bit. If the fucking kid has been asleep this whole time when you feel like you've been watched this whole time, like, he was like, I don't know, he kept saying it. Like, the whole time he kept walking around the house, he felt like somebody was watching him. And he saw something on the corner of his eye. But the fact is, he said, hmm, the kid's been asleep. He said, even when he opened the door, she was still dead asleep. But he went in there and sat on that bed, and that kid came running in the door frame talking about he wants to play. Fuck that. I'd have been out, like, fucking gone. I'd have bulldozed that fucking kid, and I'd have been out that fucking door faster than you could say Nick. Nah, fuck that shit. But he... He told me, she always asked me why I don't want to come over to her house anymore. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't blame you, dog. And then he starts telling me a story about how he worked at this company and how, like, very secure the building is. And this guy was in the back room, which is one of the most secure buildings in the whole, like, one of the, uh, slow down. He was working at this job. He don't work there no more. And it was a building and is a very secure building. I guess the boss is very paranoid or whatever they have is very, like, you know, top secret, it seems like. And he said he's in one of the rooms. His buddy, actually, was in one of the back rooms, which is one of the safest rooms in the whole building. It's bomb-proof, fire-proof, earthquake-proof, or whatever, right? And he starts having an experience with the ghost. So I'm going to let Jim finish it. Yeah, it kind of comes in at a weird weird time because I started recording when why he was already talking. So I'm going to let him speak. I didn't have my microphone, so I am going to sound a little bit distant a little bit, but I'm still very, very clear sounding. I did get up at one point, so you might hear me sit the phone down on the ground. And I had it in my hand like because we were FaceTiming, so you might hear a little bit of movement where I was holding the phone or... You know, might hear me put it on the ground and me talk really, really far because I had to go take a piss. And the bathroom was right there by the phone and I had it charging because the phone was dying anyways. So, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I will catch you in the next one. Peace. I don't know what the fuck was going on. He said so. I was like, you know what? It's not a security breach because if it was, there ain't no fucking way that there's nine different people breaking into this building at the same time because if it did normally if more than four doors were open after the uh, security thing is set then it'll throw off a big fucking code and it'll say security breach and it'll automatically call the cops well he said out of nowhere like nine different fucking security like secured spots became fucking unarmed and he was like he was like fucking you know i got up you know i mean they carry in there they're allowed to carry anything like there's they they have an ar in the building they have hang all the security guards have handguns there's an ar in the building there's i want to say a shotgun in the building i mean it's 
I mean, they make fucking, like, missile ends and shit like that. So, well, he said that he got up, walked the whole fucking building, didn't see anybody. He was like, so I was like, fuck it, you know. He went back up there, seen which ones said that they were unarmed, and he walked back there, and all these fucking doors are shutting wide open. God dang. He was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. He said, so I start closing doors, locking them. He said, I go back up the room. He said, and I start clicking over, and I'm setting each TV up and putting, like, two to three cameras on each one. And he said, I go through and do the playback. And he said, out of fucking nowhere, the doors just opened themselves. Oh, shit. And he said it was weird, because they opened one after a fucking other. I was like, dog, out of fucking glitch. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Especially with all that security and some still opens up fuck that I'd have been like yep I'm done here there's no way in hell I'd stick around I'm like well Mm-mm. no fuck that I'm sorry I'm bouncing later <laughs> you can get somebody else to deal with this shit I told him I was like you got a lot of balls he was like wow nigga you seen that shit at like 12.30 at night and you still fell asleep and slept until 6 o'clock in the morning? Oh, fuck that. You're, that's crazy. Fuck that shit. I'd be like, nah, somebody followed me to fuck home. <laughs> Dude, that shit there would scar me for life. I shit you not. I always, like, when I go into a house or a place that's like, Dude with paranormal or whatever, I always worry, like, is this bitch going to fucking follow me home? <laughs> because, um, I showed my boy Western State, the one, like, down Frontier Street, not yep. the, uh, not the new one that's open. That's the one I worked at, but the one beside it. So I went there. I planned it out for a long time. I think 2017 is when I found it. And I was on the phone with my boy, who's no longer alive. And I was looking. See, when I go to these abandoned places, I'm always smart. I'm not, like, bringing 500 people. I either bring one or two people, and we find, like, the easiest way. Like, I planned it out for months, months, for months. So I took my boy Matthew with me, and I was like, hey, man, like, you're the you're very athletic, you're good at running, you're good at hiding. Let's do this. I've been here before. So we go into the buildings and we go into the first building. Um we walk around normal, nothing's different. So I tell him, "Hey man, let's go into the middle building. That's where we've had issues before. Me and my buddy Dylan, we've heard like little girls talking." I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." So we walk in this bitch, somebody had destroyed the door. And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" So I open the door, and there's a Ouija board top on the floor. No board, no bottom, cardboard, no pieces, nothing. It's just the top. I was like, what the fuck? Matt's like, nah, bro, I'm out of here. I'm going to fuck that. I was like, come on, don't be a pussy. And then I said, no balls, and then he was like, fuck it, I'm coming. So I went down the stairs, and that door's always been locked. So I was like, why is it unlocked? I unlocked its mailroom. There was a lot of satanic symbols on the wall. Every abandoned place I've been to, some dumbass draws that shit on the wall. Yeah. But this was a little bit different. There was like this black smear mark from the room because it was a, uh, it's a big room, but they have smaller rooms, like one or two small rooms. 
one of the small rooms had this big black smear all the way into the big room. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then there was like a black footprint. I looked in the doorway. Somebody actually was stupid and drew like the six-pointed star with the circle around it. And the reason why it was smeared is somebody took their foot to try to break the seal. And then I saw like a red candle, one of them cheap, big-ass red candles that you could buy like Dollar General, sitting on the um, counter. I was like, really? You fucking really just try to summon demons here, you fucking moron? Wait, so what happened now? <clears throat> so I told my Matt, my buddy Matt, he's from North Carolina with me. He's, he's been to Dijarnet before. We recorded a music video there. But I also recorded half of my music video at Western State. But he's never been to Western State. So one night when he came to visit me, I said, hey, man, let's go to Western State. You know, I well, know how to get it. But like the, the whole like room. Oh, it was a mail room, like where people have their mail, like doctors, therapists. They come in there. They grab their mail out of the shelves. Yeah. Some asshole had a candle, like a red candle laying on the counter. That's the first thing I noticed. And then I saw the six, you know, six, 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 all the symbols. Somebody went into one of the smaller rooms, decided to take some, I don't know what the black shit was, and do the six-pointed star and then put the circle around it. And then they had little places where the candles were sitting. And I guess that's where the Ouija board came in, but I guess they took the Ouija board and the pieces and everything with them, but they accidentally left the top upstairs, which I didn't understand. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't step in it. I was like, fuck that. The smear, it looked like somebody got done with their little ritual, and they took their foot and they smeared it to try to break the seal so demons and shit couldn't come through, right? And so I'm looking at it, and I see a black footprint. I'm like, yo, I ain't stepping on that shit. So I told Matt, yo, let's go out this door. You know, we we I've already been in this building before. It looks the same as all the other ones. Let's go out of this building. He goes, oh! The fuck did you just touch my ass for? I said, bro, I'm in front of you. And I turned around and looked at him. He was like, oh, shit, he is in front of me. He was like, something just grabbed my ass. And I'm like, bro, you're just tripping. So we walk out. We walk to the next building. When the next building is in a mission building. So half of the building is broken off. And you can drive a car underneath the port of the building. Yeah. So he's he's walking with me. And he sits down. I'm not paying attention to him at this point. He's very quiet, though. So I look in the missions door. It's locked. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try it. So I sat down with him. I was like, bro, you okay? And he didn't respond to me. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then not too far from us, down to the left, because you could drive your car through. It's just like nothing but a big loop. So I'm sitting there, and I hear to the left. It sounded like somebody was screaming bloody murder. Like it was a female scream. I was like, all right, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. So we got up, we started walking, and he vomited. I was like, what the fuck? I've been with you all day, dude, since 6 this morning, and you vomited. That was weird. And then I was like, yo, let's go to another building. He was like, starting to get aggressive. I was like, okay, either he's fucking with me or something's wrong with this motherfucker. But I was like, wait a minute. He has depression, not anger issues. Why the fuck is he getting mad? And then he just, like, starts walking. He's, like, getting all mad. And I'm like, dude, I think we just need to go. Like, fuck seeing these buildings. Let's, let's just get the fuck out of here. So we walk the long way. And right when we get, like, towards the back where we first entered. Because we entered where the fence was. I cut a hole there. Somebody actually had a hole there before. But then I took some bolt cutters and I cut it a little bit higher up. 
Tara and her friends probably fucking saw it when they went like a couple months, like a month or so ago because I saw it on her yeah. fucking Snapchat. Those dumbasses probably where went where I fucking cut out a hole. <laughs> so we were headed back to that hole, but we had to go past the first building that we first entered because there's 13 buildings at all. And the one that he got his ass touched in is the middle building. You could see it from the road, kind of. You kind of see it from the road. You can see the mission building from the road. It's the middle one in the fucking front. So we're walking around, and all of a sudden, he gets mad again. He balls up his fist, and he punches the fucking asphalt. I don't like, bro, how is your fucking knuckles not broken? How are they not bruised? He was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And so we're walking through this tall grass. Me and him, we were first sneaking through the gla- uh, sneaking through the gla- uh, grass because people could see you from the road. I didn't know they can. Me and Dylan actually learned that the hard way when the fire department showed up and we ran the fuck out of there. They didn't see us, but we got the fuck out of there. So Matthew, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like fucking power walking to the fence. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like looking both ways like he's a fucking Terminator. And so he finds the hole. He goes underneath the hole. And then he goes over a tree and he throws up again. I'm like, oh my God, please tell me I don't have to fucking go all the way home with this motherfucker puking or acting strange, right? So we, it's summertime. So all that shit's growing up. There's briars, there's grass that's really high. I'm like, bro, we're going to get fucking bit by a snake. So we get to the road and he hops over and I'm like, Matt, Matt, he goes across the bridge. A fucking car goes by and he's not even listening to what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, like there's a car coming. So I, I crouch down, the car goes by, I hop over and I run to the opposite side of the road and I go across the bridge. At this point, he's already at the other side of the bridge, headed towards back, towards like the kind of lodge, like towards Walmart. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He was like, yo, what's wrong? I was like, dude, are you all right? He was like, yeah, dude, I just felt real strange all of a sudden. Now I'm just feeling like fine. And it's weird because when I took my buddy Dylan, he started getting anxiety and when he went across that bridge, he felt fine. We can, we can cross the bridge and go into the building, but once we go into the building, that's when all the crazy shit started. But the moment we leave and go back across that bridge and you get to the ending of it, all of it stopped. And I never told yeah. Matthew about me and Dylan going and that happening. So he told me in the car that he blacked out. He don't remember walking to the missions ward. He said, but he did sit down and saw like a, a van pull up and people in all white were getting out and nurses with the old hats with the symbols on it. Yeah. So he was having visions of shit that he wasn't even around for. And I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? He's like, dude, I don't even remember you speaking. He said, I remember getting fucking mad. He said, I remember vomiting. But I don't remember anything. So I told him my side and he told me his side of the story, which was blacking out and just that little vision he had and getting angry. And I told him what happened. He was like, dude, what the fuck? He was like, was I really power walking through the fucking grass? He was like, that's stupid as fuck. I was like, yeah, dude, because literally we were fucking crouching down, hiding. But then we, when we were leaving, you're fucking just power walking through whether anybody sees us or not. You don't give a fuck. But he was fine the rest of the night. He didn't throw up, and we drove all the way from Stanton to Goshen, and he was fine. He didn't throw up any, nothing. He was completely normal. And then when we got home, we went to bed, woke up the next day, met his mom in Emporia, and dropped him off, and that was it. It was strange as fuck, though. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. That's like... Dude, Taylor and Caitlin and all them, they always go to that shit. And I'm like, dude, no, fuck that. 
See, the problem with the problem that irritates me when people go and do it is that they'll either graffiti it or they'll vandalize it or they'll somehow get fucking caught and they'll ruin it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's why I told Caitlin, I said, look, if I ever became a millionaire, I would love to buy Dijarnet. I said, I'd love it. I'd refix everything and I'd turn it into a haunted attraction. Like, that'd be cool. They go into the first building and come out the second one. And I said, I'd love to buy Western State down the street, too. But, see, Dijarnet's owned by the Culture Museum, which you probably knew that. And the other yeah. one is owned by the state. So the state one would be extremely hard to get. But the guy owning the Culture Museum, if I was a millionaire, I could fucking probably put up a good bribe. But you got to be careful, like... I told people, like, state of Virginia is not like North Carolina. They're not fucking lenient. If you get fucking caught, you're getting caught, and you're getting in trouble. So when I see these kids like Sebastian, Kate's old friend or whatever, walking down a fucking street, you know they're going to Dijarnet. It's not that fucking hard. It's obvious. Oh, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, you got to plan it out, because that's what I did. I plan out for months. I look at the building from all angles, what places are open, how far is the public from the road. I think I spent a solid year studying Dijarnet before I even attempted it. And these assholes will put it on fucking YouTube going in broad daylight. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Well, and I'll tell you what the bad thing is. Like, Dijarnet's... Is that, that's the one that's right there across from Walmart. You can see it from the road, right? Yeah, that's the one directly beside the sheets. Yes. Alright, so... Like, if you get caught trespassing there... They, they've they got it... Uh, the owner has it set up now. Uh, anyone caught trespassing there... It's... Um, what did they say it was? He's prosecuting to the full extent and i told caitlin one night i was like dude that shit's not fucking worth it like it's really not she was like well what do you mean i was like dude y'all go to fucking haunted places every night places that are posted no trespassing okay on top of that y'all go and you make a fucking snapchat saying Going to go to haunted the the haunted Western State Building. I was like, "Are you fucking retarded?" <laughs> well, what do you mean? I was like, "What are you going to do the next time that y'all go up there? You make a post about it, and you roll up, and there's fucking Augusta County and Virginia State Police and all ATF guns and shit sitting up there because you're fucking. Technically, you're not. I mean, you're just walking the fuck in, but. You're still breaking into an abandoned state building. And you're on the property, so you're already trespassing, regardless if you're in the building or not. You're already just trespassing. Yeah, yeah so then there's then, that, there's trespassing, breaking, and entering. Fucking, I mean, I guess if they really wanted to be fucking dickheads, they could get you for fucking vandalism. Like, I told her, I was like, this shit's not fucking worth it to me. No, like, I, I tell people all the time, they're like, I want to go to an abandoned place, blah, blah. I said, you know there's places you can actually go and pay money to spend the night there. I went in West Virginia to Trans-Allegheny. It's an abandoned fucking mental asylum. And you can go either stay the night in the um 
main building or you can do like what me and my buddy did we spend the night and got to explore the geriatrics building the medical building and the forensic building and you can go in whenever you want and bring whatever you fucking want all you had to do is pay a hundred dollars which everybody's like that's expensive but i'm like you gotta understand weather vandalism uh trying to keep the building safe so a hundred bucks isn't really that bad for like eight hours i mean there's plenty of places that fucking do it but Dijarnet's not a fucking risk that I wanted to take. Anybody I took, I said, look, this is how we fucking go in and this is how we get out. And I, even when I go inside of Dijarnet, I don't even like have my flashlight on. Like if we get to that one porch, I'll be like, put your light down and I'll whisper. And they're like, Nick, we're in the building far away from the road. I said, you have no idea who's in here. You have no idea if there's homeless people. You don't know if the cops going to show up. You got to worry about where you're going to park your vehicle. If you get caught walking back to your vehicle, like, hey, how come you're parked at Sheets, but you're walking all the way from that side over there by Bojangles? Come on, Bojangles and Chick-fil-A's closed. Where are you actually coming from? And then if you try to play it off and say the comfort in, then they'll probably take you back and be like, so what's your room number? And then you can't fucking lie then. Yeah. It ain't worth it. What told Caitlin one night, I was like, you know, what's, what the fuck's going to happen? Here's the big thing. What the fuck's going to happen? Like, you say, oh, no, you know, we're not going to get in trouble. We're not going to get in trouble. Like, you know, what the fuck's going to happen when y'all go up into the Western State Building or something? And, you know, I know it sounds cheesy as fuck, but what's going to happen if you slip and fall or something and you get hurt? And it ends up being a something like... You got to call them straight to you. There is no fucking moving. Like, what the fuck happens then? Well, I'll get myself out of there and then I'll, I'll call. Like, okay, so what the fuck, what are you going to do if y'all go in there and you something falls on you? And the person that's with you or the people that are with you can't get it the fuck off of you. And you got to call someone and get them in there and get fucking help. Like, what the fuck's going to happen then? Exactly. Well, I don't, I don't think that they'd be worried about us trespassing. Then they'd be worried about helping us. No, motherfucker, you'll catch them charges one way or another. Like it don't matter. It don't make a fuck. That's government property. Yeah, and the fact is, you can probably like they don't want to be sued for your fucking stupidity. So they're going to try exactly. to fucking they're going to drag you under before you drag them. And the state of Virginia, being a commonwealth, like they take it really extremely serious like north carolina we're not taking it as serious but virginia they take it like to the full extent and that's what i tell people see ah, people are so stupid i'll go on youtube and they'll call it western state and i'm like that is not western state it's a whole fucking different building or they'll try to go into the buildings. I think I saw on facebook an old man and his wife went into one of the old abandoned western state buildings and I'm talking about the western state that's in front of Wright's Dairy. That was the one that's, like, open to being the Blackburn Inn and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> there's an, I guess there's one that's still abandoned still, and people went in there. I was like, are you fucking stupid? See, I took a risk and went into the one that's beside the new western. Like, when you come out of Sheets, take a right, 
Um, if you're coming out of the sheets and the Lowe's and Walmart's in front of you, take a right, go to the light, and go straight and go over that bridge, and it's the one on the right. That's the one I went to, and that's still a risk, and that's government property. Like I told you, me and my buddy, we stepped out, and the light hit, and it was the fire department, and we luckily, we booked it out of there before they even saw us. I mean, yes. I was like, and the reason I knew it was a fire department is because once I got back to the Econa Lodge and jumped in my car, I nonchalantly drove by, and I saw the gate opening. It was a fire truck coming out. I was like, oh, fuck. We definitely would have been going to jail. And that's when I was like, yo, is there a way that we could spend the night at places? You could do it at Pennhurst Asylum. I went there for uh, Halloween, but they also have one building that you can explore. But I went to Trans-Allegheny. You can go to Western, uh, West, uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium, Kentucky. I mean, there's a lot of asylums that people open to the public where you can do tours and overnight stays and stuff i see them all the time it you ain't got to worry about the police either but Dijarnet, of course Dijarnet is beautiful don't get me wrong but it's not a risk that i wanted to take like i took a big fucking risk but oh yeah it's a big fucking risk like i wouldn't do it now i'm i've seen every inch of the building but still like it was a bad risk I shouldn't have taken in 2017, 2018, but, you know, I was an urban explorer at that time, and I was exploring, but I never really posted shit online, and if I did record the buildings, I just put it on DVD for me to watch later. I never posted it on YouTube for everybody else to watch. Like, it, well, it's, it's one of them things of, like, you know, you go and explore, and there's, you can tell the difference between the people that are doing it to think that they're cool and the, and the people that are doing it to actually go and explore it and see what the fuck it's like people that want to see what the fuck it's like will dead ass they'll go there and then film all that shit and they'll be like oh hey you know went and explored an abandoned building blah 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 they won't say where the fuck they went they won't say you know how it was they'll just say blah 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 not as scary as i thought it would be or but or they'll go in and they'll steal shit or vandalize stuff exactly like see that's what caitlin and tara done Damn, we lost him. Hold on. Yeah, we were talking earlier, you guys, about um his uh old lady's house and how there was somebody that was in the house watching and stuff. And he said he opened the bedroom door and he felt like somebody was watching him. And he eventually went back and sat in the room and watched TV. And then he went and opened his girlfriend's kid's room. He was like, look, if I hear it, then... Let's see if it's just me and my girlfriend. If it's just more than us, it's the kid, too. Well, he opened the room to the kid, and he was like, five, ten minutes later, the kid came in there and was like, Mommy, he said he wants to play. And Jim said, Nope, that's my cue to get the fuck out of here. But take this from us, you guys. Don't fucking go into an abandoned place. Look, I took a stupid risk. But don't take that risk. You can go to places that you can pay to spend the night or pay to do tours in. You ain't got to fucking go into abandoned buildings and get yourself fucked. Like, the proper people are taking a big risk. Exploring with Josh is taking a big risk. But just don't do it, man. Let's see if we can get Jim back on the phone.
he FaceTimed me back, but it just failed. And I was like, we have Wi-Fi. I looked at the Wi-Fi, but then I just called him back and it didn't work. Sorry, you guys. I'm not using my regular microphone. I'm using the microphone on my phone because I didn't bring my mic. I wasn't going to do a podcast, but then me and Jim started talking about um, Ghost, <laughs> which y'all didn't get to hear that. But then we started talking about abandoned stuff, and I felt like this needed to be talked about. Because I was actually going to make an episode about this, but I'm glad that Jim was here to fucking be part of that. So, yeah. <sighs> I hate that uh, you hung up because it was getting juicy. He was about to tell me something I did not know about a girl named Kate and some of her friends. But you see how ignorant they sound? See, a lot of people just go in abandoned places to look cool, but... You got to understand, especially if you live in a Commonwealth state, not everybody's lenient. I remember going to an abandoned place and the guy that owned it showed up and was like, bitch, y'all need to get off this property before I call the law on you. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. So he said his phone died. So that shit sucks, man. We were getting in a juicy conversation, too, and the fucking thing died. Oh, let's see. Connect, come on, connect, come on, connect, 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 fucking connect, stop being a bitch, connect, damn, it wasn't connecting, so he just said, alright, I'm gonna go to bed, it's already 1132, um, yo, I'm gonna tell y'all about tonight, (laughs) I'm gonna tell y'all something fucked up before I leave, literally, for three weeks I told everybody I was gonna have like a virtual concert, So I came to my girlfriend's sister's house to do the concert, and, (laughs) well, what ended up happening was we were supposed to do it in the basement. It didn't work because they had some brown recruses down there. I was like, fuck that shit, and her speaker needed to be charged. So she was like, why don't we just do it in the guest room? I said, all right, fuck it. Let's go do it in the guest room, and so we came and did it in the guest room, her phone needed to charge because she's been playing on it. So I played the music off of her phone and then had her record mine on Facebook Live doing my, uh, you know, performance, right? We went 37 minutes. Got done. I would fucked up a little bit, but I learned my lesson. And just say uh, when I played the audio back... All I heard was white noise, and I forgot my speakers messed up. Like, it works when it's on Snapchat, or it works when it's on Instagram, or even videoing myself. But if I, like, video with the camera looking towards me, when it's not on Snapchat, it's just on regular camera, guess what? Boom. It don't work. But if I flip it around, it works. So I forgot about that. So the whole fucking 37 video, 37 minute video is nothing but static. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We were supposed to redo it, but then Jim called and him and my girlfriend talked for a while. And then me and him started talking before I recorded the podcast and my girlfriend's now asleep. I was going to knock it out tonight, but I guess we're going to do it in the morning. It's going to suck because it's going to be daylight and her parents going to be over here and I doubt that. You know, we're going to be able to do it because I think her sister's going to come back tomorrow or some shit, whatever. But, yeah. (laughs) I hope you guys have a good night. I'm probably just going to go to bed now. So, hopefully this recording isn't too bad. But y'all stay safe. Sweet dreams. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.